0: The Palm Stevenson Show, palmstevenson.com, episode 28, Monday, May 8th, 2006. It's not about you.
1: I don't know if you've seen this. I haven't really seen this. I don't, you know, I'm not into coffee and stuff like that, but supposedly, I guess last year, ever since last year, um, in the stores, they've been selling these cans of coffee that are self-heating. And supposedly in the bottom of the can is a little compartment built into the can where I guess you break a tab in the bottom of the can and inside the can, like some chemicals combine with each other and cause a reaction and, and it causes heat and it heats up the coffee in the can. And it's like, okay, ah. I, you know, I have portable hot coffee whenever I want it. Well, apparently the people who were manufacturing the cans. I think that I think they were Wolfgang Puck brand coffee in these cans. And I don't know if they were just skimping on the materials or if they were just they didn't have good quality control or what. But over the last year, more and more consumers have been reporting um that the coffee tastes funny, the chemicals are actually leaking into the coffee and ah. making it taste bad or or uh, cans actually exploding because there was too much chemicals. Yes. the reaction was too big, and the cans would just explode, and coffee, hot coffee, would be shooting all over the place.
0: What did they hire Julius Sumner Miller for this? you <laughs> know physics is my business, but the thing's gonna blow up.
1: <laughs> oh well. So, so the company that that was producing them is like doing this re- big recall and pulling them from the shelves, and it's like this whole big stupid thing but
0: well normal if you wanted to heat something like that i believe um I, i'll give an example if you take like a, a chemical like draino yeah i think that if i don't know if you if you take the drano and if you like add it to water or something like that but the chemical reaction does give off heat right but the, again, the chemicals involved to do that are usually, uh... <laughs> unsafe. Yeah. Volatile. Yeah. Either that or you could just use, like, uh, you know, plutonium. <laughs> and now you got some self-heating going on there. Yeah, well, then you'll be chased by Libyans. Yes. <laughs> it's the Libyans! The Libyans! Oh, man. They found me! I don't know how, but they found me! <laughs> Doc! Duck. <laughs> uh,
1: oh no, the Libyans, Mallory.
0: I'm putting on tigabytes in your coffee can. Oh god. Yeah, that's it. A- wait, oh wait. wait. <laughs> Get rich quick. Uh oh, a little movie tie-in. <laughs> Cash Take register. The- you you get the uh, movie tie-in there. You get the um, the radioactive plutonium. You stick it in there. You got their self-heated coffee, yeah. and you just slap you know a Christopher Lloyd Back <laughs> to the Future, you know Doc Michael Brown. J. Fox, yeah, Doc Brown label yeah. on there, and there you go.
1: Yeah, yeah. It could be like flux capacitor coffee or yes.
0: something. Yes, <laughs>
1: yes. I would buy the flux capacitor.
0: The Hill Valley blend. <laughs> Welcome to the Porch Stevenson
1: Show. Alright. Episode 28. Whoopee. (laughs) Hey, it's a big deal. No, it isn't. Alright, so, real quick, a couple little tidbits. Nintendo's upcoming console... It was codenamed The Revolution. Yeah. You know, like how before the GameCube came out, it was Project Dolphin. That makes no sense. Nintendo 64 was Project Reality. Well, their their upcoming console, the working title was The Revolution. They have decided on an official name. It is the Nintendo Wii. W-I-I. You're lying. No. <laughs> I'm not lying. What is a Wii? Uh, I don't really know, but <laughs> that's the name of it. I don't know. It sounds kind of silly,
0: but... What do you want the copy for? For we? For <laughs> you? <laughs> we? For me? We? <laughs> but, so there's that,
1: and... High-definition DVDs have finally ah. hit the market... They've been talking unnecessary.
0: about
1: it. <laughs> yeah, I know. They've been talking about it for a few years. And uh, April 18th, this year, 2006, they finally hit, sh- hit the shelves. Toshiba has a player and a couple other companies have a player. But also Sony's working on their own proprietary high-definition DVD format called Blu-ray. Yeah. And it's going to be, you know, it's going to be like... What was it, 25 years ago, JVC came out with VHS, and they licensed it out to all these different companies, so you had a ton of different VHS VCRs, and then, of course, Sony comes along with their own proprietary player, Betamax, Yeah, and it flopped, because it's like, you go to this store, you have a 100 different VCRs by all these different companies, and you have one beta player, and it's like, who wants to buy that?
0: Well, the crazy thing is, the beta was actually like the professional standard, right? Yeah, it was higher resolution than VHS, but but it's but it happened to late? the uh, laser disc?
1: <laughs> I took a little trip to Manhattan earlier today. Uh, I had to do some food shopping over in Union... You went to, wait, you went to Manhattan to do food shopping? Well, in Union Square, 14th Street, they have the Whole Foods, and, and um, there's a Food Emporium over there, and now there's a Trader Joe around there. and So, you know, you have a lot of options. Um, and outside of the Whole Foods... There's all these different street vendors set up, and one person was selling used DVDs for five bucks, and someone was selling, you know, there's usually guys selling this smelly incense or these weird shoes or I don't know, whatever. This Fake jewelry. Yeah, so there was this old British guy in a three-piece suit with completely disheveled hair. And like with this scruffy stubble all over his face and these big knobby hands and whatever, it was really weird. And he was sitting on this crate, and he had like this this cutting board across his lap with with carrots and potatoes and stuff. <laughs> and he had this little peeler, and he kept screaming, "Cheerio, Mike! Oh, that's, that's Australian.
0: <laughs> oh, that's Australian. I've been out
1: here for fifty. 50- yeah, now I'm doing Australia. Stupid. Anyway, you, you seppo. <laughs> so, I don't know. I've been out here for fifty. 50- I've been out here for fifteen years selling these vegetable peelers, and you, you could ask anybody around here, and they'll tell you this is the best peeler ever. Watch this. I will slice a carrot. I will slice a potato. I one peeler for five dollars, five for twenty. They make great gifts. I got an article in the Daily News about me. I'm in Vanity Fair, or only in New York, folks. I, this thing is stainless steel. It will not rust. It will last you a lifetime, and it is only made in Switzerland. And I am the only one in the world selling these things. And other companies have tried to copy this design, but they cannot get the blade as sharp. Look at how I'm cutting the carrot. I I dare you to go out and find a knife this sharp. I can't even tell you where to go because they don't make knives this sharp. Now look at how I'm cutting the carrot. I am barely moving my wrist. And he's going on and on for a half hour. And it was just the most bizarre. He's getting like carrot... Shavings all over the sidewalk, and just like <laughs> potato peels are going all over the place, and his hair's a mess. And it was just like, what is this? <laughs> it's the weirdest thing. And I have to tell you, the weirdest part about it was people were buying these things from him. Oh, wow, I mean, this guy was making. I was standing there outside watching him for maybe like t- ten minutes. And this guy made hundreds of dollars just within that ten minutes. It was WHAT! I couldn't believe it! Oh man. I could not believe it. You know, you can make French fries with this thing, and you you know, they're all they're three-sided, they don't soak up the grease, and you can cut celery, and and, and people were going nuts for this little
0: peeler. Get rich quick. Oh, man, this guy, (laughs) he's got us beaten. He's beat us to it. I know. Robin Leach, son of a gun. I've been
1: selling these things for over 15 years. Only in New York, folks. Only in New York. I have some new stupid styles. Yes. Oh, man. Well, first I noticed this with the women. The past few months I've noticed this this new style with women's shoes. A lot of women are wearing these pointy shoes. Like sort of like dress shoes with, I don't know, maybe they have small heels on them. But they're these pointy shoes. But they're very low cut. I don't know how else to describe it. It's like this low-cut shoe where, you know where your toe meets your foot? There's like sort of like a V-shape. You know, it makes like a V-shape. Yeah. Well, these shoes are low-cut so that just the tips of the V-shape, just where your toe meets your foot, like those, like the very points of the V-shape are sticking out. And that that has, like, shoes have never done that before, and now all these women, it looks like their toes are half sticking out of these shoes, and it's just annoying, because it looks like all these women are walking around with the wrong size shoe. It's just a, <laughs> Like it, a hobo. Yeah, it's like a stupid look. And then with the guys, and I've noticed this the past few summers, I don't know if it's just a New York City thing- or if this is all over the place. But this is just... It's disgusting and it's annoying. And I really can't take it anymore. You guys have got to stop. Please, stop it. I, You know, the, the weather gets warm. I wake up. I take a shower. I get dressed. You know, I have in mind, alright. Go to work. Do my work. Eat some food. You know, whatever. I do not have in my mind when I wake up in the morning... I'm going to wake up today and see some guys' disgusting, filthy, horrible-looking feet. The stupid style with these guys in the warm weather is that every guy wears flip-flops.
0: Yes. Ah, Stop it!
1: Because the thing is, all right, you know what? If guys want to wear flip-flops, fine.
0: Yeah, I mean, if it's. I get on
1: the subway and I look down and all I see are disgusting feet with long, disgusting, dirty toenails uh, and filth all over their feet and it's like, if you're gonna wear flip flops, cut your nails, wash your feet. I know it's New York City, I know it's like, ooh, New York City, everyone's open minded, nobody cares, I can wear whatever I want, I can do whatever I want. Cut your toenails and wash your feet, because it's disgusting, and if you're not going to do that, then put on shoes and socks, because it's really gross, and I don't want to see it for another
0: year in a row, another summertime. I could see if it's, you know, Florida, or the shore, or California, or whatever, and you're just walking around on the beach but to walk i I mean, I would never walk around in New York without a pair of socks and of some course. thick soles on my feet because you're standing in places where people have peed. People and animals and birds and everything.
1: It's Dad. disgusting. There's garbage. Rats. I mean, the only thing that is between these people's feet and the dirty streets and sidewalks is like a quarter-inch layer of rubber. Yeah, <laughs> on the flip flop.
0: Yeah, and but I mean, not only be... that,
1: but w- at what point in time did it become acceptable for men to wear flip flops to an office? I don't think
0: it is. It's disgusting, and everybody's doing it. Disgusting. Get away from me. Well, I mean, the other part of it is, you could be walking along on the street, and somebody could be walking by with the self-heating coffee, the no. Doc Brown self-heating coffee. And it could explode and get all over yeah. your feet. That's right.
1: In which case you deserve to get burnt feet. <laughs> or or you could be walking down the street and a hobo could just start peeing on you.
0: Yes. And uh. what would that hobo say? <laughs> as he's peeing. Here I am, I'm walking down the street. <laughs> I stop. Oh man, there's this damn hobo next to me here. Wait, what's he doing? <laughs> Jimmy Crow! Because I'm peeing on your foot. Ah, my feet. They're burning. (laughs) You know, speaking of uh, grossness, I don't know. I saw this on the internet somewhere. Somebody out west (laughs) in uh, one of the western states. Yeah. The cops... Say somewhere along this, like, on the the highway or something, they keep finding garbage bags. Garbage bags full of vomit. What? They say somebody is filling entire garbage bags with like pounds and pounds of vomit and just throwing it on the side of the road. From where? Out west somewhere, and they're like, we don't. Yeah, but how think... could
1: you fill up a? a how could you? Puke I don't know that
0: much. <laughs> Somebody is. Oh man, that's weird. <laughs> Maybe it's just you know refuse from the uh, vomitorium. <laughs> uh, yes. Maybe it's a hobo out west. Oh no, I mean, come on! I mean, how much puke do you need to fill up a garbage bag? I Maybe mean, they're all dead. A dang. lot, <laughs>
1: yeah, a lot. Oh no!
0: That's yeah, that. That's really weird. Which show was it that they the people would puke on each other with the most horrendous fake puke? Is that Saturday Night Live? <laughs> yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. They had a skit about that.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> hey, Greg! Do you know what it's time for?
0: It's time, time for, it. for it. well the old jingle of the episode.
1: Hey, you gonna look at the water or brave the rap? Oh no, Tony!
0: We'll catch up after this complete breakfast, including my vitamin-packed frosted flakes. Flavoring out the tiger in you. Good, you'll need it. Frosted <laughs> flakes, good. They're great. You're so absurd, tiger. Show them what you can
1: do. Go, tiger! The taste of Tony's frosted flakes. Man, he's good. Bring out the tiger in you. Where right <laughs> Kellogg's Frosted Flakes?
0: Wait, did, did they say Kellogg's?
1: Da 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 Kellogg's Frosted no, no, it, it Flakes.
0: It sounded like it was. It must was it a different brand that used to make them? No, Oh. <laughs> Why? Oh, it sounded like they said something else. No, no. But it's right. like right. You know, once again,
1: <laughs> just like with the the juicy fruit or you know like all the gum commercials it's guys on dirt bikes and and waterfalls and ra- you know whitewater rafting and this and that it's just sugar coated cornflakes it's just cereal right <laughs> and not only that but this like completely sugar packed cereal is supposed to give you all this energy to do all this stuff I don't know. I guess it worked. People bought it. Yep. It's weird. Like, growing up, you know, I had, like, Frosted Flakes and Frosted Mini Wheats and Lucky Charms and Count Chocula and all that kind of stuff. And I realized, years and years and years later, I realized parents were basically giving their children marshmallows for breakfast. Yeah. (laughs) It's like you wake up, hey, what's for breakfast? Ah, a bowl of marshmallows. (laughs) (laughs) What? My god.
0: Yeah, it was just like pure sugar. Yeah.
1: Weird. I, I gotta tell you though, I used to love Lucky Charms and Count Chocula and
0: Frankenberry. Why did you why did you love Lucky Charms? They're magically delicious. Hey they're magically delicious. <laughs> I
1: remember uh God, I must have been this was like really early eighties or something. They they added those purple horseshoes. To yes. The Lucky
0: time whether it was Lucky Charms or Count Chocula or whatever, when they added some kind of special edition marshmallow, everybody like, come on. It was it's this huge deal. It's dyed a different color. It's the same <laughs> yeah. thing. Stop. And what Stop. I want to know is, and I, I actually liked this, but I,
1: I, I, I always wondered why regular marshmallows were very soft and fluffy, but the cereal marshmallows were hard and crunchy, yeah, yeah, even though I liked they, them. <laughs>
0: Because I liked them better that way. They were completely dehydrated <laughs> and old and <laughs> stale. And what I couldn't stay in every single Captain
1: Crunch commercial, they stay crunchy even in milk. They never get soggy, blah blah oh, blah. Oh
0: that's a lie. The
1: few times my parents would buy Captain Crunch, they got soggy the quickest out of anything. And just turned into a bowl of mush. And they were gross. Especially the peanut butter Captain Crunch. Dennis posted some local psychos on the message board. Ooh! Haven't done that in a little while. We haven't done the local psychos in a while. Um, Dennis and I used to work at an electronics store at Willowbrook Mall in New Jersey. You know, like we sold a lot of video games, computer games, computer equipment, DVD, stuff like that. So, of course, we get all the nutty customers, the complete wackos. And just to name a few, we had... A guy we called, Crazy Friday Night Guy. So you Crazy Friday Night Guy. You had Crotchety Stan.
0: Wait, why were these old people in, a, in I don't an electronic-
1: know. I don't know! ...computer store? You had this guy named Tony, who, I think there must have been something wrong with him. This guy would come in and he would pick up every single game on the shelf. Hey, 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 Rob, is, is, is this game good? How is this game? How is this game? That game's not that good. Really? Really, it's not that good? Oh, okay, okay. Pick up the next game. Uh, hey, hey, Rob, how is this game? Is this game good? How is this game? That one's a real good one. You should buy that one.
0: Oh, really? Really?
1: Okay. Pick up the next box. Hey, Rob, I'm like, oh, my God. So we ended up calling him Slow Tony, which we ended up shortening to sloney <laughs> Another slow moron. We called him Molasses. <laughs> uh, Twitchy Tom. This guy that this other guy that would come in. He looked like Charles Manson. We called him Manson. Oh man, he was covered in dirt. His beard was all s- scraggly, and uh, <laughs>
0: what was he doing
1: insane. in a computer
0: store? Oh, he
1: would he would come in and complain. To, all these old guys would come in and complain. <laughs> Ridiculous. Oh, and and finally, this guy, again, this big guy with this beard, he would always come in with this giant Eskimo coat, and his name was Larry, and we called him Eskimo Larry. And he came in drunk one day.
0: Hey, hey, hey,
1: guys, I made a CD. I recorded a CD. You got to listen to it. He gave us all copies of this CD that he made. So we put it on in the store and it's just this horrendous techno beat in the background <laughs> with him mumbling into the microphone. I am drunk listening to punk. I am drunk listening to punk. I am drunk listening to punk. Boo, boo,
0: boo, 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 Who boop, are boop, these boop. people? <laughs> Complete mental patients. Uh. The Wonderful World of Retail. Yeah. Cristalovians! <laughs> oh man. Come me. I've put Tony of And <laughs> in your coffee can!